Welcome to the Sober Sessions podcast where I am your host, Connie McMillan, also known as the Sobriety Queen. Hey, my beautiful queens and kings, how are you? Welcome back to another solo episode. I hope you enjoyed the amazing guest last week. If you didn't get a chance, make sure you go on back and you listen to past episodes with some of the best, incredible, strong, courageous women and men that I've ever met in my life. These kings and queens have endured so much and they have truly turned their pain into purpose. I am certain that you will be inspired, that you will find something in their story that will impart some goodness into your life and let you see that you're not alone, that you are not the only one that has endured some crazy things along your life's journey. But you will also know that what's in them is also in you because God don't make no mistakes. He knows exactly what he's doing. So, all right, guys, I'm going to jump right into this episode. Today's episode, I want to talk to you about asking some questions or rather a question, is alcohol killing you financially? Now, you're probably saying, uh, yeah, <laughs> right? If you are like me, when you drink, you know you got to have your funds together. And if you don't, you're going to get them together, right? You're going to get them together for that alcohol. Listen, um, when I was drinking for 15 years, I literally budgeted my money so that alcohol could be a part of my budget. And I really think now that I think about it, I, you know, I, I know I got that from seeing it. I know that for sure. Um, I remember, you know, going into liquor stores with my mom and I didn't like it, never thought, you know, that I would drink. But then when I started drinking, I remember times, you know, my mom would drink some of my liquor. It's just crazy how, you know, alcohol just sends us on paths and, you know, just experiences that we'd have never done if we had been in our right mind. But anywho, that's then. And you know what? If that's your story right now, it'll be your then later as well. And so I definitely budgeted for my alcohol. I had to make sure that money was there because it was just something I did. And I'm going to go through a list. Actually, I have a list of about four things that um, I want you to consider when asking yourself, is alcohol killing me financially? And, you know, the first is, you know, do you budget? Do you budget your finances into or alcohol into your finances when, you know, it comes to your wine or your hardcore liquor like I did, Long Island Iced Tea? Those of you that have been listening, you know that was what I drank. And, you know, if I didn't have a lot of money, you know, I would say, well, maybe we won't get a liter tonight. We'll get a fifth. And this is what I did because it was a necessity for me. And because I associated alcohol with feeling good and, you know, being amongst friends and being mellow, and it was my significant other, little did I know at that time, um, it was what had to be in my life. And if I had friends that was bringing liquor, that was even better. But 
it was something that I did. I definitely budgeted for alcohol. So that's the question. That's the first question. Do you budget, you know, your finances when it comes to alcohol? Secondly, you know, you know, when when you're using your money for drinking purposes, you know, is there a limit? Like, do you like let's just go back kind of like a a, a we'll say a step two, uh, a B uh, to the first question. Um, you know, are you like, okay, this is a specific amount that I need every month, right? For me, as I said, if I didn't have money left over, I would say, you know, well, well $5 is enough. I'll just get me, you know, a pint or a half pint or a fifth or whatever. Um, but do you budget a specific amount for, you know, your uh, ability to drink and make sure you have wine or liquor on hand. My second question is using it for activities to connect in your drinking. You know, we're using, when I was drinking, I was using activities also. So what do I mean by that? I mean, like when it was time for me to go out with my girls, I made sure that there was liquor beforehand, liquor at the club. You know, I had to make sure that every, um, financial, you know, every part of my monies rather, that it was there, that it was intertwined into my activities. If that meant a new outfit, it was intertwined into that because I wasn't going out to the club looking any kind of way, y'all. So um, that's what I mean when I ask you that. The activities that you involve yourselves in, are you allotting your money to into um, into contributing towards your alcohol usage. Does that make sense? Um, you know, ask yourself that question. Am I, have I been monitoring, making sure that, you know, I'm budgeting it this way. I'm making sure that I have monies for this, you know, from for, before I go to the club, before I, before I go to the movies, if he was like me, I did it too. I even budgeted um, alcohol to go to the movies, it was crazy. Like I, I lived a wild life. And so uh, when I was with my ex-husband at that time, I remember we would get nips, those little small individuals. They're like three, three, four bucks or whatever, maybe a little less, I'm not sure. Um, but we would have a suitcase. We would not go to the movie theater without alcohol. It's so insane now that I look back, right? No judgment to anybody that might be doing that. But when I look back on my own life, it was just like, I made sure that, you know, he was fulfilling the suitcase because he would keep mm -hmm. him in this suitcase. And I made certain that he kept that suitcase full of all of our favorites. And it wasn't like cheap alcohol. It was like whatever, you know, if it was Patron in the little bottles, we would get Patron, we would get, you know, Absolute. And it was just crazy. I don't think Long Island Tea had the nips. I don't believe so, but we, I don't believe so. But anyway, I just made sure he kept that full. So that was even in, embarking in our household budget. Like, yeah, it was crazy. The next question is, you know, are you skipping bill payments? Like I remember there was times when, you know, I would call myself doing a budget right? And I guess I did because I budgeted alcohol. So yeah, I did. It wasn't the best budget, but I did. <laughs> and I remember I would write out my budget 
And as I said before, um, if there wasn't enough money left over, and I told you I would downsize to like a fifth or something, but let me tell you something. Sometimes there just wasn't no money left over after the budget. But what I would do is skip a bill and say, oh, I'll catch up next pay, uh, next month. Um, yeah, this is just not going to get paid. It's not that important. Or it's just a, a low amount. I can play catch up next month. And what I would find is that when that next month came, first of all, I would forget that I even made that statement last month, right? Because I had so many activities, partying, drinking, acting a fool, blackouts, you know, just crazy that I would never remember. I surely wasn't writing it down. So I didn't even remember that I had made that statement. So, which would cause me to now have to double up, but because my paycheck was still the same every two weeks, there was no doubling up because the same bills that I had last week was the same bills that was coming this, that last week, last month, it was the same bills that was coming this month, except now I had to double up. So that put me in a financial bind. So that's a question that I would ask you. Are you playing, you know, Russian roulette? I guess we can say, right? With your finances, are you doing that? Is alcohol causing you to do that? And if that is the case, don't worry. I got some solutions for you. I'm not about to leave you out here hanging dry and saying, yes, this is me. Yes, this is me. Yes, this is me. Now what? No, I wouldn't do that to you. So what can we do to resolve this? How can we, you know, rectify this problem? Well, I'm going to give you some real evidence that can help you rectify the problem. And the reason why I'm talking about this, guys, is because I've gotten to a place where, you know, my life has been blessed. God has blessed me tremendously. I'm so, so grateful. And I ain't saying I got a million dollars. Trust and believe, I ain't got that yet. I It's coming. <laughs> but, um, you know, because I have messed up so much with my money in the past, I've had to pay the price. And I don't want you guys to have to do that. So what am I saying? I'm saying that there is always, you know... Um, sunlight at the end of the tunnel, right? There's light at the end of the tunnel. There's always, you know, uh, things we can do to correct the problem. And yes, it will happen over time, but if we don't even look to address the problem, that's going to be a bigger issue. And, you know, even for those that are, you know, newly sober, we know what we've done in the past, right? Uh, those of you that are newly sober, I should say, you know what you've done. I, it took me so long to repair my credit. Let me tell you, I got sober in 2014. My credit did not get to a place of decency until I would say, I mean, I bought my home just last year, 2020, but I still would say, it, it took at least into 2019, roughly, for me from 2014. Into, that's five years, you know? So it takes time. But guess what? You know, and it's going to be different for everybody. It doesn't mean that you it take five years for you. But um, I still was able to do some things, right? I was able to get an apartment and that was growth. So I was very appreciative of that. But I, I want to put this out because I want you guys to not feel like, you know, I'm drinking, you know, my credit is jacked up or my, you know, my finances are jacked up. And this adds to stress. It definitely does. It makes you want to drink even more. So let's jump into these resolve. How are we going to solve this, right? So the first thing you can do is you can create a budget and stick to it, right? 
I was creating a budget for my bills, but I was maneuvering it. I was tweaking it. And that's not something we want to do. We don't want to get to this place saying like, you know, um, I'm going to go this route, go that route. No, write the vision and make it plain. You've heard me say that it's in the Bible, but write the budget and stick to it. The next thing you can do is, and I would say the reason why um, writing the budget and sticking to it would be of a benefit is because it will build responsibility. It builds responsibility to yourself, accountability to yourself, right? Having that written visual um, items, you know, being able to see it, it builds your responsibility. It builds it. It allows you to say, this is what I'm doing for myself. I'm taking, you know, um, the negligence off of, you know, drinking and, and the things that come with it. And I am becoming responsible for myself and the things that I know that matter to me most. Another thing it does, it builds confidence, right? A lot of us that were drinking or that is some that still is drinking, you lack confidence. If you were like me, you lack confidence. And guess what? Us being stuck in financial crisis definitely does tear down your confidence. It makes you feel like you'll never get out of this hole. I know that's how I felt, but things happen over time. You know, repetition is everything. So building that, you know, creating that budget, sticking to it, it may seem a little bit tedious, but it will definitely reap, you'll reap a harvest in the beginning. I mean, over time, excuse me. And then the last thing I want to say is it creates a level of discipline. One thing I know is that if you are not a disciplined person, and I know I wasn't on, no, 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 no. When I was drinking discipline, who, what, who, who was doing that, right? <laughs> It builds discipline. It, it allows us to stick to a plan and it allows us to, you know, reprogram ourselves. And I know that's something that's difficult. You might be saying, well, how does all of this tie into my drinking? It ties into your drinking very well because when you build confidence, when you create discipline, right? When you are creating this budget and you're sticking to it and when you are absolutely, um, you know, building responsibility for yourself, it's allowing you to say to yourself, hmm, maybe drinking is the issue and I don't need this as much in my life, right? So it's helping you. It, it possibly will allow you the ability to say, this doesn't work well for me. So I want you to I want you to know that this is something that I've actually incorporated in my own life and it has worked very well. Well, you might be saying that's great, that's worked for you, but I don't have that strength. I don't have that discipline. I don't have I need accountability. I need someone to hold my hand through it. But guess what? Your girl is right here. So, um I have the last thing that I want to offer you guys, which is a bonus, a free consultation. You and I get on the phone, right? Let's book this consultation so that you can see how we can partner together to inc incorporate some good habits. That's what these are. They're good habits so that you can embark on the life that you so desire. We all want to be healthy. We all want alcohol to be out of our lives, to be free of bondage, because that's what alcohol abuse, use, and dependency is, bondage. We want to be free of that. And these are just some of the ways that can help us get to that place. Of course, there might be other things, you know, doing maybe, you know, incorporating um, some sober coaching in there. But I believe that when you start to feel good about other things, they definitely do, you know, 
reflect in other areas of your life. So if you are saying, you know, this sounds like it's something that I'd like to further explore, I want you to book a consultation with me. The link will be down in the show notes. I have decided to embark on sobriety, financial, and life coaching. And that is the reason why I'm bringing this to you guys. Actually, you are the first to find out about this. And because I just want to see you win, I understand the importance of, you know, getting our finances together. And even if you have stopped drinking, you know for yourself how hard it is to get back on track. But even more so, this is a benefit to all of us. And it's free on top of that. It ain't costing you nothing to get on this call with me. I don't play those games. So let's book this consultation, get on the call. Let's see how we can, you know, help you get to the place that you want to be sober as well as financially free. This is your sobriety queen, Connie. Know that I love you guys, but God loves you far more than I ever could. If you're not following me on Instagram, make sure you head on over, sobriety queen, Connie, and let me know how this episode has uh, played a benefit in your life. Let me know what one of your takeaways was, if this is something that is helping you, and I look forward to speaking to you on the call. All right, guys, talk to you soon. Later.